Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm Arielle. And you're listening to 7 Minutes in Heaven. The sex news podcast by sluts. For sluts. What sexy thing did you do this week? I made matzo brai for the first time last night. I saw a picture of it. Yeah. With your Jewish friend, right? With my cousin. Oh, that was my your Jewish cousin. cousin. Your Upper East Side cousin? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know. I don't follow her on Instagram, but I went to her page and it was like Princess Jew or something. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? It was really good. It was like, I think I fried it too much because when I came home after being out last night my apartment still smelled like matzo brai. Is that a bad like a, thing? It's not a bad thing but I don't really want people to come to my apartment and be like it smells like matzo brai. It's Passover. You know what I'm saying? If there's ever a time to smell That's like matzo brai. Okay I'm gonna tell you this story that you've yeah. already heard so just. I haven't heard it from your mouth. You have though. That's true but <laughs> it can't the sound came out of my phone. Okay. So, I brought my brown medical student, which, not literally brown, he, he goes, goes to, to brown. brown medical school. This is, like, so confusing. For it's kind people. of hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> like, that's how everyone should refer to people they're dating as. Brown medical students? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, we go on another date. It was amazing. Bring him back home. And this is the first time we actually had sex. The last oh. time it was just oral. So we're having sex, and then he's like, oh my god, you're bleeding. And I touched my face, and it, on my hand there was like a pool of blood, and I was oh kind of god. freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening to me? And he said, I think it's a pimple. That makes sense. <laughs> and so my first reaction was like, oh my god, so embarrassing. But then I was like, no, I don't want to, I want to act cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone has pimples, right? That Play it pop. cool. <laughs> I've had a bloody pimple on my face in my day. While you were having sex? No, not during sex. Okay, so like, (laughs) why are you even trying to relate to me right now? (laughs) So I was like, this is insane. Like, good thing you're a medical student or this would be even more embarrassing because I feel like he's just comfortable with acne. (laughs) Yeah, bodily functions. Yeah, so I, I don't know, I like went to the bathroom and like fixed myself up, um, I was like, this is so embarrassing. It's never happened to me before. And he said, well, I'm just honored that I could be here for this. You know what? If you were hearing this for the first time, I think that your actions would be better. But yeah. Yeah. I was like jaw drop <laughs> when I saw it on your Instagram story. <laughs> that so, he fucked you so hard that, that my pimple your pimple popped. popped. Yeah. And then at the end, I was like, this is an ad for curology. Yeah. Um, it wasn't an ad. So some people were like, oh, fuck you. This wasn't real. Curology responded to me, and they were like, "Hey, we're not currently sponsoring influencers, but if you you can give away our code, and you'll like get ten dollars or something." But I forgot what the code was. <laughs> That's hilarious. Someone was like, "He popped your pussy and your pimple." <laughs> anyway, I feel like that really took our relationship to the next level. Yeah, I know that'll really bring two people together. Yeah, um, I want to bring it up sometime and be like, "Remember when?" You- my pimple. Yeah. But I don't know when that time is. Like your first anniversary Instagram post, you could be like, I knew you were the one when you popped my pimple. That's a good idea. I'll have to like 
file that away. Yeah, because otherwise I'll forget. Yeah. Have you ever, when you were a kid, had those moments where you'd be like, I'm going to remember this moment and, like, try to remember it for later? All the time. Like, being like, I want to remember that I thought about remembering. Yes. All the time. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Hello, Game of Thrones. <clears throat> I don't watch it. Me neither. Ah. Yeah, we're like the only two people cool. who don't watch it. We're the 1%. Yeah. But I think that a lot of our followers must watch it. Probably. So this is for you guys, not for us. There's a Game of Thrones parody trailer going around. I don't think that the actual movie is out yet. It's called Game of Bones 2. Winter <laughs> came everywhere. <laughs> Viewers can expect dragon sex, people disguised as dildos. What? White Walker masturbation, huh? Royal penetration and giant genitaled willings. I feel like this would be cooler if I watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think the, those are some good puns. The willings is willy, like a like a dick. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. at first it was maybe that's the name of a character. The world's first guy braider, vibrator for guys, has come out. It's called the Pulse Three Solo. And it wraps around your penis and oscillates up and down. So it's not, it doesn't vibrate, it oscillates. It's kind of like a hand job. Yeah. And you and don't you can, have to touch it, it just mm-hmm. does it on its own. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And you can put lube on it so it's wet. Inside of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. How cool, much, right? Do you know how much it costs? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for us. <laughs> Very cool. It's cool though. If anyone tries it, let us know how it is. Yeah. All right. News item number three, consent condoms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's this new consent condom made by an Argentinian company, which I was super excited about because my dad is Argentinian. Oh, yeah. Um, but the product is so stupid. <laughs> so it requires four hands to open. Why can't this box be opened with two hands? Because that's how consent works in relationships. But what happens if you don't have a hand? You can't. You can't consent to sex? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is really, really stupid. Yeah. I guess I get the point. I like that we're talking about consent, but yeah. Maybe it was just a conversation starter. Yeah. I would never use a condom that required someone else to open it. Yeah. While I'm opening it. It seems like a magic box. Like, you you like, you like all put your hands around it and boop, and then it opens, like, glowy. Like, I imagine music starts playing. <laughs> oh! It's <laughs> your condom. Yeah. And a little bottle of lube. Yeah. We're going to do that. Um, yeah, so people were really upset about this. Um, Target now sells sex toys. Uh, oh, it's called the Plus One. And they were saying that women, women's like sexual desires are sexual. Sexual health is health, and sexual wellness is important. So Target wants to bring women high-quality, affordable sexual wellness tools. That's really awesome. Yeah, them. getting mainstream. Doing way better than, let's say, Reddit. Oh, yeah. Fuck Reddit. Yeah. What so- happened with Reddit? <laughs> so we found this out through uh, watching um, Polly Rodriguez's Instagram story and Alex Fine from Dame Products, Polly from Unbound. 
um, they're trying to advertise on Reddit, which I don't even know where those advertisements appear. Do you go on Reddit? Yeah, but I use Adblock, so I don't see Oh, ads. I don't, but I still haven't seen them. And they were complaining or even, like, crying that Reddit isn't allowing um, female sexual pleasure brands to advertise on their platform, but, like, men's sexual pleasure can, so, like, Viagra and whatnot. Uh, so that was, like, super shocking. yeah. It's so stupid. I guess they think that, like, because it's a pill, it's medical, and because it's a device, it's not medical. Yeah. But, like, first of all, why do we have to medicalize sexuality? But also, it is part of your health, and it is kind of inherently medical. Because our orgasms are not tied to procreation. However, there was that study that came out earlier this year that said if an orgasm helps you get pregnant more, we talked about it. Yeah. It increases yeah, your chances. Yeah. So, like, actually, orgasms are tied to procreation. Also, women's pleasure isn't important. Is Bummer. what? Is what? Is not important oh. to, to society. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just really anti... I thought it was anti-Reddit's values, which is just community and being able to say whatever you want. Like, white supremacists are on there. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, a man sued his parents for tossing 12 boxes of porn he kept at their house. I saw that. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's suing for $87,000. Wow. And he is 40 years old. Grow up, dude. <laughs> Internet porn. Yeah, what? Like, chill. You're going to sue your parents? They were all of his classics. <laughs> also, like, maybe just talk to your parents. Like, communicate better. I think it was a little more complicated than that. Like, wait, do you mean before they threw it out or after? Before. He was moving. He got divorced, moved back home, and then moved somewhere else. And his parents threw out the boxes... <clears throat> either not thinking he wanted them or because they just didn't like it. it was Don't like, leave your shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big miscommunication. And maybe his parents are fucked up because he's he's not uh, normal. Yeah. Maybe he's a product of their yeah. parenting. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Blame the parents. Um, I have a question for you. Ask away. How much do porn stars get paid? On average? Yeah. By video? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, Riley Reed type porn star. Like, a porn star. Oh. Okay. Um, I want to say, like, 30000 per video? Okay, yeah, definitely not that much. Um, oh. <laughs> so it really depends, obviously. Like, if you have a, a huge Instagram following, you're going to get paid more. Men start at a lower price per hour because it's not guaranteed that they'll be able to maintain an erection which is really important or come yeah or come so they have to prove that they can um whereas girls female they call they said girls in the article but girls first time scenes are actually they get paid more for it because it's like first time you know it could be like first time anal whatever Their and then debut it's video. like this yeah it's kind of like a infantilization of women as per usual um, so here are the average rates. It's usually one time flat rate per scene, um, and there's zero royalties, typically. Mm -hmm. um, so for girls, if it's a girl girl scene, the average is seven to eight hundred dollars. Oh my god! Girl girl anal is nine hundred to eleven hundred dollars. 
boy girl is 900 to 1000. I was kind of interested that uh, heterosexual sex pays more than homosexual sex, but then I realized I guess with girl girl you don't necessarily have to get penetrated. Mm-hmm. But you probably do usually. But there's no money shot. Yeah, that's true. Um and wait, then wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Who is looking at that money shot? Cuz I don't care. Yeah, I know. Do boys really want to see Maybe. another man coming? I guess like the idea that he came. They're like cuz it's like I'm my, I'm you right now mm. in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um boy girl anal is 1100 to 1200. Double penetration or, or triple penetration pays for anywhere from 1200 to 2500. That is just not enough. Yeah. I mean Per scene, I don't know how long it takes to film a scene. Oh, not the whole video. It's from when they start double penetration to when they finish. They're getting money for doing that act. Yeah, the scene. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Threesome, foursome, and orgies have a base rate plus 100 to 200 per additional performer. So I guess if you're fucking like... Five people versus 20 people. Oh, those gangbangs are really good. Yeah, that's (laughs) where the money's at. Um, For males, average rates, newbies for boy-girl porn, anal or non-anal, is $300 to $500. Proven performers, boy-girl, anal or non-anal, is $500 to $1,200. They have like a little blue check mark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like, good job. (laughs) And then threesomes, foursomes, and orgies have a base then $100 to $130. Um, dollars per person yeah yeah and I guess that's why everyone is into private shows like snapchat cam girling mm-hmm. um you can name your own price yeah and, and you've got way keep, more money yeah yeah all right there was a study published in the journal of individual differences last week that's such a cute name for a journal yeah <laughs> it's called the evolution of same-sex attraction in women male male tolerance to same-sex infidelity so they wanted to see in heterosexuals if men or women are more upset about their partner's infidelity with same-sex partners so if a man's girlfriend cheated on him with a woman and if a woman's partner cheated on her with another man like who cares more What's your guess? I'm guessing women care more than guys do because men um, kind of minimize women's sexuality. So if it's like you fucked a girl, that's hot. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Do I need to even read the results? That was... (laughs) That was really it. So yeah, they hypothesize that hetero men have a higher tolerance to same-sex infidelity. So they used... 590 heterosexual Greek participants for the study. Ooh, like the country <clears throat> of Greece? Mm-hmm. Saga Po. Yeah. You know, when I'm looking at these studies, I prefer them to be in the United States because I just feel like it relates more to me. I mean, Nationalist. every... Well, every country has a different culture. Yeah. And so if I'm talking about something, I, I feel like our American audience, it doesn't necessarily apply to them. Yeah, but we have values. some, I think, like... We do, we do have a lot of international. Of the US. I hope someone there is Yeah, the people Greece. I met in Peru. Hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> we'll find a Peruvian study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the results showed that the majority of women had a low tolerance, so they would get really upset. A third of men exhibited a high tolerance to same-sex infidelity, so one in three men, like, really didn't care if their girls had sex with another girl. Loophole. Um, and both genders had a high tolerance in long-term relationships versus short-term relationships. So 
if you're in a relationship, a long-term one, men and women, they both didn't really care if their partners cheated with other people. And this as might long not... as it was same-sex, right? Yeah, in the context of same-sex. Probably because they communicated. This wasn't broken down fully enough for me to see. That's cool. Because you can't communicate infidelity beforehand. That's consensual. Yeah, then it's not infidelity. Yeah, then it's just non-monogamy. Um, I guess it's kind of like if you've been dating someone for a really long time and maybe they're bisexual and they want to be experiencing same-sex. Mm-hmm. If they did it, I mean, it's obviously better to communicate, but, like, I don't know. I if I knew that. my partner was bisexual and then they had that experience, I would be even more upset. Oh, because it's, like... I know they're attracted to the opposite sex versus... But um, why would you have sex with someone of the same sex if you weren't attracted to them? No, if, if I was dating a heterosexual man and then he had sex with another man, um, I would be more upset if I knew that my... If my heterosexual boy, boyfriend was actually bisexual and then he hooked up with a man, it's like, to me, I think he's enjoying it more because I had that um, idea that he was attracted to men, whereas... If I thought he was heterosexual and he hooked up with another guy, I'd be like, oh, m- maybe now he's discovering his sexuality mm. and, like, maybe he was drunk. Like, I don't know. There was all these other factors. It's still upsetting either way. But I would be, I think, more more emotionally offended. Um, last result was that men had a higher tolerance for same-sex infidelity than they did for opposite sex. So if their girl cheated with another man. Oh, yeah. Because that's, like... My property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what you said basically summed it all up. Um, and I have one more. Were Me you too. Oh, okay, cool. Um, my next one, I actually, it's about two things that mean a lot to me, BDSM and Cornell. So Woo! I don't know why, but the Cornell, so there's a club at Cornell called Crunch, uh, which is a BDSM club. I went once. Uh, it was really difficult to find. They did not advertise. I found out about it in my developmental human sexuality course. My professor told us about it, so I went to one of the uh, meetings. They did a they did a class about breath play, so like choking another person, how to properly choke, like you do the sides, not the front. Um, I thought you meant like sexually breathing partner. <laughs> I'm down for that too. But anyway, it was kind of like bizarre to me because when I went. People were, first of all, very secretive about this club, Mm -hmm. which I guess makes sense because it's sex-related, but people were, like, they even had pseudonyms, so people go by different names and stuff, which I thought was kind of odd, and it was, like, just hard to find. And some people, one girl was just like, are you out? As a BDSM practitioner? Yeah, like, what? (laughs) That's not something you've come out for in this world. Like, I don't need to sit my family down and tell them like BDSM (laughs) they already know but no I guess I am out but whatever um I don't know I I just like I'm a heterosexual girl I've never had an experience of coming out so I felt super weird being asked that question Mm -hmm. but maybe if I had different life experiences it'd be different I mean it is weird because people were into BDSM you think are very open in their sexuality and the club is to learn and be more informed about it except you're all being super secret so that sort of defeats the purpose yeah yeah i think it's more just to protect people because they want jobs but i don't know i think part of that is just fighting back and like being really open and not working for places that care about that kind of shit yeah uh but anyway yeah the cornell daily sun which is like our paper Mm -hmm. wrote an article about it talking about it so i guess it's gonna get more um 
publicity. Yeah. I mean, they didn't say where they meet, but they talked about how they're, like, part of the, a bigger LGBTQ organization. It's, like, a... It's under that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that, like, kids at Cornell can maybe seek that out because I didn't know about it until my senior year. I only went to one meeting because it kind of weirded me out, but <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. They, like, basically do... Uh, they teach you how to do things safely. Like, they even taught us how to play with, like, a paper bag over, like, bags over your head and shit. Like, really that dangerous so stuff cool. that, like, you really need uh, someone who can show you how to do that. And they even, yeah. like, just for me, like, light choking, they taught me to only press on the sides, not the front, because there's, like, a really fragile bone there that you could break, and then the person could actually die. Is this your your larynx? I guess. Or- but yeah, some boys choke so Yeah, hard, you're not like... supposed to touch here. Only on the sides. If someone's going there, like, tell them to stop. Because it's actually so bad. Yeah. Um, you can't fucking yeah, breathe. I think it was cool that... Point. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cool that the son talked about it. I feel yeah. like that means... Was it just a profile? Or, like, did they um, interview members of the club? They interviewed one member who talked about how she has a pseudonym because she's a grad student and, like, wants to get a job and she's worried about... Mm fucking herself over go for that that reporter yeah getting a scoop that's really cool very exciting to see yeah did that just pop up in your google alerts or did yeah it popped up in my google alerts because i follow bdsm and it was like cornell bdsm club and i was like wait (laughs) that is amazing yeah Yeah, how exciting to find that in your inbox yeah it was pretty cool (laughs) um my last one is just a headline u.s legalization of same-sex marriage linked to growing acceptance I that makes sense. Yeah, and I feel like I needed to go further into that. So, yeah. Yay. I mean, everything that we accept is, like, as a society under a government, if a government deems something legal or illegal, that changes how we view totally. its acceptance, which is why, like, trans people's rights should be protected by law. Like, mm-hmm. our, it's really important to have laws that protect unprotected people right like trump just kicked out all trans people from the army yeah which like don't you want more people right army like i'm never gonna join the army motherfucker so (laughs) take what you can get (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they talked to um i think reporters talked to army officials who said that they don't care and that they like having trans people in the army oh yeah i mean why wouldn't like it's just like just Trump people. is saying this is bad for the army and the army is saying no, like, no it's not. It isn't. <laughs> Trump's an idiot. Hot yeah. take. <laughs> um, have you been following the Mueller report? No, I have no idea what's going on there. Okay, listen to today's episode of Love It Early. I know I was just started on the oh. way here. Great. So um, I know that there's some juicy juice and I can't wait so much to tea. hear about it. Especially because that guy, Bill Barr. Uh-huh. Like, was like, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> did he really think that would work? I guess so. I mean, the thing is, it kind of did because, yes, the Mueller report's out, but he got the first impression and told everyone, like, there's nothing to worry about. So all the, like, Fox News, is Fox News going to cover the Mueller report? Like, probably not. Right, all they're going to say is it clears Trump. No, yeah. no conclude, collusion. And you're right, it's it. the lies are for his base to hear. Sex, 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 sex. The topic is the the science science of of sexuality. sexuality. No, homosexuality, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's like homosexuality versus... Yeah. Okay, yeah. The science of homosexuality. All right. Um, so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about some, like, interesting uh, correlations that there are in physical body and brain in between between homosexual and heterosexual people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll lead into the fraternal birth order stuff, which is really cool. Um, so the, I'm kind of citing a bunch of different studies that were talked about in this book called Gay, Straight, and the Reason Why, which is a good book if you're interested in nerdy, sciencey gay stuff. Um, so one of the interesting differences in gay, straight men, women, obviously they don't look at trans people because why would they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously we should be looking at trans well, people. Well, trans but... people are straight or gay. Yeah, that's true. But I think it... You, the signs of transsexuality? Yeah, like, I think that it should be its own kind of thing. Or, like, you should have men, women, trans men, trans women, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. for people who identify that way. And then mm-hmm. non-binary people. But, anyway. Um, so, in men, straight men, the right hemisphere is typically larger than the left hemisphere in their brain. Whereas in straight women, both hemispheres are the same. So weird. But, gay men, both hemispheres are the same size. And lesbian women have a larger right hemisphere. Okay, does this have to do with, like, in when I was growing, like, the femini- femininization <laughs> and masculinization, like, of the embryo? There's a lot of potential explanations, but definitely something happens in utero before the um, fetus even comes out. And that actually is in, proven by another study. There's this Danish study that looked at body size and shape and how that correlates with um, your sexuality. So mm-hmm. this Danish study looked at the weights of babies who are gay, um, and they knew that they were gay because they got gay married. So I guess you could get gay married and not be gay, but you probably are. Wait, wait, wait. They, they had, like, a homosexual marriage. Oh, and then they looked... Okay, they, they looked, looked at the, the files of the babies. Yeah, birth okay. weights. So gay men are likely to be shorter and leaner as babies, um, and lesbian, <laughs> lesbian women are more likely to be shorter and heavier. Um, so this suggests that there's prenatal biological influence on sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, a lot of science behind that that I don't think we're really going to get into. Maybe we will a little bit. But, yeah. Who knows? Another interesting physical difference is tr- trunk versus limb length. So your trunk is, like, your head, your core, and um, your limbs are, like, your arms, your legs. Mm-hmm. They looked at the trunk versus trunk versus limb length of a bunch of gay and straight peeps and they saw that the limbs of gay men were significantly shorter in proportion to the trunk dimensions than straight men mm-hmm. um, and the limbs of lesbian women were significantly longer than those of straight women in proportion to the trunk so the conclusion here is that gay men had less exposure to sex steroids in development so mm-hmm. that could be anywhere from birth to like through childhood mm-hmm. Uh, then straight men and lesbians had more exposure to sex ster- steroids during development than straight women. So, And this is supported by animal studies. So uh, scientists took uh, newborn female rats and injected half of them with testosterone. Um, and the ones that were injected with testosterone shifted their preference towards female rats and also increased the length of their limbs compared to untreated rats. Hmm. So that's like an interesting correlation nice to have that uh to support the study yeah um another little study i'll go through there was this childhood atypical gender expression so the study isn't perfect but basically um 
all these people sent in childhood videos of themselves, like gay people, straight people, and then a group of subjects watched these videos and then had to um, rate their gender normal characteristics. So, like, Mm -hmm. if it's a boy, how much is he acting like a boy versus Mm -hmm. maybe not? Mm -hmm. Um, And it turned out that subjects rated pre-gay boys as more feminine than pre-straight boys and vice versa for girls. So they Mm -hmm. pre-gay girls were... Um, described as more masculine Um, so that just goes to show that it's definitely something that happens early on in our lives and it's not a choice it's like a biological thing but also this is something that really pisses me off who gives a fuck if it's a choice like I know it isn't I know it's biologically determined but at the same time like even if someone decided that they wanted to be gay who cares Jesus okay well (laughs) (laughs) Jesus is dead so and I Jesus was totally bisexual. Yeah. I think everybody at that time was bisexual. Definitely. Weren't they all having, like, orgies all the time? I would assume so. Yeah. I feel like Jesus was fucking mad bitches. Um, Mary Magdalene is his girl, right? No, that's yeah. his mom. No, Mary Magdalene's his girl. Okay. That new movie's coming out. Oh. Yeah. You don't know about it? No. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> guess you're not plugged into the culture. Jesus I guess not. Uh, but yeah. You have a very good point. Um, Thanks. So going off of Miriam's CISA study, she suggested that I look at the fraternal birth order effect, which I happily agreed to. <laughs> so the fraternal birth order effect is this idea that the more older brothers a man has, the more likely he is to be gay. So this is a little bit confusing to me, (laughs) and I will try my best to explain it to you guys with Miriam's help. So there were a couple studies released this year that goes further into this fraternal birth order effect. There have been studies that showed this that weren't like directed, the purpose of it wasn't to find the correlation, so... So you're saying in the past when they had found this effect, they weren't necessarily looking for it, whereas yeah. for the study, they hypothesized that this was... Yeah, they like uh, took... Um, they did this meta-analysis, which is taking um, a bunch of information from like 25 different studies mm-hmm. and analyzing all of that. In the meta-analysis, they had over 10,000 subjects used, and they found that between 15 and 29% of gay men owe their sexual orientation to to this fraternal birth order effect. So they wanted to see, like, what kind of biochemical evidence there was, like, that leads to this, if there was a science behind it. So basically, they found that the effect happens from a progressive immunization of the mother against a male-specific cell adhesion protein that plays a key role in cell-to-cell interactions, specifically in the process of synapse formation, during development called neurologin 4Y-linked or NLGN4Y. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what they're saying is that sexual orientation is heavily influenced by prenatal biological mechanisms rather than by unidentified factors in socialization. So nature versus nurture. Having said that, they talk in a discussion about this not only, this doesn't only explain why men might be gay but that nurture also plays a big part of it so you might be predispositioned to be homosexual but then your life experiences might reinforce that or 
just change how you feel because sexuality is fluid yeah does that make sense to you yeah yeah yeah. kind of like how I I feel like if I wasn't raised the way I was raised I would be more fluid but I don't know like I can't really see myself with women even Mm -hmm. though I've thought about women I've there's been women that I've wanted to maybe hook up with but I haven't and I don't think I will honestly because like the way I've grown up has been like always about boys I've always thought about boys and kind of been told to think about boys like if you were maybe brought up with lesbian parents and they would have been yeah. sending different messages I think maybe I'd be more bisexual yeah um so I told my gay friend that we were going to be talking about this study and he was like yeah I have a lot of thoughts on this like I think I'm I don't really agree with it because he came out when he was in college and although everybody thought he was gay I didn't think he was gay because he never told me he was, and he would say he had crushes on girls. And I would just be like, okay, that's what he's saying, and I believe him. He comes out in college, and then we sort of lost touch. And then when I saw him, like, well, after college, maybe like four, three, three, four years went by, and he told me that now he's sort of interested in girls. And I was like, whoa. And he's also just discovering all this stuff on his own, and he thinks that more exposure to porn also influences your sexuality which I agree I think we talked about this when you see more stuff you're like oh that's a possibility and ooh, maybe I am into that um so he thought that the study was going to be very very nature oriented Mm. but they point out that nurture is involved in this so I think there's more but also the fraternal birth order that's just one the contributor to yeah. homosexuality, but like apparently, I was reading that it only works on right-handed men, and that but you're more likely to be left-handed if you're gay. So there's all these weird like it's just one thing that could contribute to being gay, but you don't have to have a bunch of older brothers. To be yeah, gay. yeah, and the yeah, and it, it like we said, it only accounts for fifteen to twenty-nine percent of gay men even when that is a thing but there seems to be a correlation between having older brothers and being homosexual they tested this to see on families of homosexual people with older stepbrothers and that did not have a correlation like just growing up with more boys doesn't make you gay yeah it has to do with the mother um giving birth and every subsequent son she has has a 30 three percent more chance of being gay yeah it was yeah Yeah. so it's like if you already have a one percent chance of being gay if you have an older brother then that chance increases to like 1.33 percent yeah did i explain this poorly i think so. no i think it makes sense yeah am i missing anything here i think just maybe the explanation as to what's going on in utero um okay Okay, yeah. So, after considering a lot of different possibilities over the years, so this study has been carried out over 20 years, or just looking at the fraternal birth order effect, um, these researchers concluded that the most plausible explanation was based on this progressive immunization of the mother-bearing male embryos against a male antigen. Antibodies would accumulate over successive pregnancies and increasingly interfere with the development of the embryonic brain of subsequent sons. And this is called the maternal immune hypothesis. So this is similar to what happens in the hemolytic disease of the newborn where a mother with a recessive negative blood type mounts an immune disease against the Rh factor upon giving birth to an Rh plus offspring. 
and the resulting antibodies attack the red blood cells and cause anemia in subsequent RH plus, RH plus offspring. So, Miriam, can you please explain that in layman's terms? <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the um, the hemo whatever disease that you're talking about is when you have hemolytic hemolytic the hemolytic disease there's like positive and negative blood types what are you i don't know i'm negative so oh negative universal donor wow yeah so if you're negative you can't take positive blood but if you're positive you can take negative blood Mm -hmm. so if a mother is has a negative blood type and she's pregnant with a child a baby who has a positive blood type the first baby's fine but then her body creates antigens against the positive blood type. So the second baby she has might be attacked by mm-hmm. those antigens. And I guess they get these diseases. Mm-hmm. So they're saying how that works with the fraternal birth order because when a mother is pregnant with a boy, that's like hormones that we don't necessarily have or maybe things that we don't produce. So our mm-hmm. bodies start to fight it. Mm-hmm. But first baby's fine. And then each subsequent baby, the attack is stronger so i guess it's like as you were saying the feminization of mm-hmm. um of the, the uterus of the embryo yeah. yeah um so i have three older brothers and my brother my siblings would always joke like my youngest the youngest boy should be gay yeah but that's <laughs> only two older brothers that's like not even enough to make him gay yeah i think i was reading that you would need 11 older brothers to break even for it to be like a 50 percent chance or yeah like yeah <laughs> So don't don't take this to heart. Yeah, it's just <laughs> interesting, and I think further proof that it, it's happening inside of it's like the pre-birth conditions are really important. Yeah, how you're gonna develop your gender and sexual. Yeah. So th- yeah, this is good to show the haters. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a choice. I doubt people who listen to our podcast think that like <laughs> gay people shouldn't be allowed to live how they want to live, but. <laughs> If you do, I hope this changed your mind. Yeah. Um, we will put the links to these studies in the show notes, as always. As always. Let's answer us. a question. We heard you got a sex question. Well, you've come to the right place. Unless your question's about something But if your question's about sex, not snakes, then ask it here on Sex Questions. Yeah, we're about to answer a pretty interesting question. Okay, what do we call this listener? Um, Mary, sorry. Mary. It's Mary. Is it a, is it a boy a or a girl? Jesus. Jesus. Easter themed yeah. podcast. This is coming out on Easter. It is. Happy Easter, BT Dubs. Happy Easter and Chag Sameach to our Passover celebrators. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Jesus says, What's up? What's up? Will this all be private? Yes, Jesus, it will be private. <laughs> I'm just wanting advice on how to increase frequency of sex with my wife and how to get her interested in the fetishes I have. Mm. I should preface this by saying that I work shift work, swing shift, and I work almost every day, but I still want it with her every day. We only have sex once or twice a month, and it was this way before I started working the crazy hours I do. As for the fetishes, I've tried to get her on board for the entire eight years we've been together, and by this point, any mention of them just starts a huge argument. They're purely cosmetic and in no way embarrassing, demeaning, or disgusting. She's just incredibly headstrong and refuses to indulge me. 
I love her so much, but something has to give. What does he mean by cosmetic? Maybe he wants her to wear something or do something with her makeup. Okay, so not like a I don't think fetish. a piercing. Yeah, it, it seems like he just wants her to change her appearance, something that she's like physically okay. putting out into the world. Like role play. Yeah. Huh. Obviously, you can't force anyone to do anything. She seems really anti, and they've been married for eight years. I can, with the frequency of sex thing, I feel like you could just schedule sex. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, we have scheduled sex at this time, and yeah. you can negotiate. I mean, you're not going to go from two days a month to every day, but maybe yeah. you can negotiate like a weekly it's like sex. like something to look forward to. Yeah. And then maybe ask for it for your birthday or something. And yeah. Maybe try to explain to her like what turns you on so much about it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe say if you're willing to do this, like I'll do anything you want next time. Yeah, I wonder if she has something that she would like. To, it sounds like he would be down to do it. Yeah. I wonder if she does have something that they could like do tit for tat. Yeah. Um, it even doesn't have to be sexual. Like maybe you could be like all. I don't know, do the laundry all month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you'll do this, like, you know, something's yeah, do gotta something give. that she does that she hates doing. Um, but this is really frustrating. Wow. Being yeah. married for eight years and not having your sexual needs met. Um, I think if, if approaching her in the ways that Miriam just suggested does not work, then you'll have to have a conversation about like you not being satisfied. You can't live the rest of your life like that. Yeah. Um, and if she really loves you, then she'll do what she can to please you. What did he, what, what, there, there was one line he said, like, she doesn't want to indulge me. I mean, that is kind of, sex, sex she is about. She refuses to indulge me. It's about indulging each other and making sure that both people feel pleased. Yeah. That's part of the enjoyment of sex, experiencing the pleasure and giving someone else pleasure. But also, like, an eight-year relationship is more than just sex. And if everything else is good and this is, like, the thing that's not working, maybe they can talk about, like, if this is something you really want to try, maybe he could, they can open up the relationship just for him to explore that right, fetish yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. If and that's something they'd be willing to maybe do. maybe go to sex therapy. Yeah. Why is she so afraid to try these things? If it is, you know, just role play, like... Unless you're, like, asking her to wear, like, a KKK hat or something. That's not cool. Yeah, we really have no idea. I would refuse to indulge that one. (laughs) (laughs) He was being kind of shady and not Yeah, he wouldn't say what it was. But he said it's not, he did say it's not um, embarrassing or demeaning or disgusting. Yeah, so why don't you tell us what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Shady. Um, I think this is all good advice. Yeah. It's all about communicating in the end. Yeah. Should we do the second one? Yeah. We got another advice question. We're popping this week. Um, I need to elevate my broken leg and ankle and it's not weight bearing. Are there any fun things that are related to sex for everybody? I guess this person's asking, Mary is asking um, (laughs) how to have fun sex stuff life with a broken foot yeah okay how to have sex with a broken foot yeah (laughs) okay so you broke your foot and of course you were having sex so how'd you do it i've broken my foot many times many times dude what the hell the same foot three times i broke this one once and this one twice and now she now it's sprained yeah so she's wearing this i need to do physical therapy (laughs) (laughs) a little boot thing yeah um i yeah you can't do as much shit, but you could do most shit. Just, like, you can't really be on top because you're 
it's kind of uncomfortable. Um, but you could definitely be on bottom, and I don't know if I have any, like, tactical advice, but you can basically do everything that you could before. Wait, she broke her leg? Her foot. Okay, just for her. So, yeah, the cast isn't even going... My cast went up to, like, my knee. Yeah. When I had a broken foot. You broke your leg, it would, like, go to your... So you can still bend your knee. If you can't bend your knee, you can still have sex, though. You don't have to give head. Yeah, you have free pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you, baby. Yeah, you shouldn't give head with a broken foot. That's, like... That just doesn't make sense. Unless you're lying on your back, and then he, like... Straddles. Yeah, straddles your face. That's a fun one. Yeah. That's fun, because you don't have to do any work. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> yeah. I don't love it, to be honest. It's a little weird, like, just power dynamic-wise. I feel, like, how arrogant of you to just come on my body like that but maybe it was the person who was doing it to me i mean i've sat on a face before so that i love doing but for a boy to do it to me yeah get away from me (laughs) yeah it works sometimes yeah sometimes it does not well you can enjoy it and i cannot enjoy it yeah yeah that's true um good luck mary and jesus yeah keep it elevated I hope it gets off soon. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, that sucks. I would just masturbate a lot, too. I mean, you have nothing but time. <laughs> yeah. What else would you be doing? If you need a sex toy, head to SMH Pod and look at our discount codes on our highlights. Yes. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, wait. We forgot. You got to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Rate, review, subscribe. subscribe. Tell your friends. Put us on your story when we come out. Take a little screenshot. Put yeah, on your we story. want to see you listening to it. It's very us. fun for us. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at smhpod. Email us at the smhpod at gmail dot com. And um, if you want to Venmo us to help us grow the podcast, you can Venmo me at Mirjiv M I R J I V and just say it's for smhpod, and I'll put that in the. SMH pod fund. And then we'll give you a little shout out. Yeah, we'll definitely give you a shout out. So, yeah. You know. Bye.